Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Pigeons International. I am Rod Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelieving. What was that? A pigeon? Especially for no, especially for Karina. Oh, okay. I could put I, I could give my Muslim uh, thing in there, and uh, they, you know, no, don't. That'll shatter your that- ears. I guarantee you. Anyway, uh, I am Ron Kolick, your host, and that voice over there making pigeon sounds is the most uh, serious uh, parapsychologist. Oh, yeah. Stuffy bit duffy. Uh, yeah, Steve Parson. Stuffy's the word. My office isn't air-conned like yours. It's, it's 91 degrees in here at the moment. Oh, that's a shame. And you're going to make your wife work in there, too, what I mean. There you go. Do you allow her in your office? No, she's she'll do it downstairs on the laptop. She's not allowed in here. Nobody oh, is. Oh, the kids do. Uh, under, strict, under strict supervision. Oh, is that what it is? Nobody's allowed in here without my without me being present. Yeah, well, I've been doing a lot of remote viewing, and while you're not there, I've seen people in there. If you have, actually, you could, because my my uh, my office is equipped with uh, an IP camera. It is. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? So I can make sure nobody's in there when I'm the go- not there. The government will be spying on you. Yeah. So I can c- keep an eye on it when I'm Wilson, here. Wilson will be sky- spying on you from the grave. Wilson? Yeah, isn't he dead? Very. Yeah. He so went maybe... to the same school as me. No, he didn't. Harold you Wilson? Ma- you make a lot of stuff up. Harold Wilson went to the same school as me. We're all grammar school for boys. He was oh, really? Boy. Mm-hmm. Well, big deal. I had Dan Brown on my ghost tour on Saturday, so mm-hmm. there you go. That's a, that's a bit of a coup. Yes, yes. Did he, ask for his, did he ask for his money back then? He asked my autograph, so where do you go? Should you get him to sign a copy of the Da Vinci Code? Yeah, I did. no, Angels and Demons. And put it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways... Uh, I, I, I've been doing it. I've been doing some research about the uh, psychic uh, phenomena in America and the American SPR, and uh, it, it got to be almost got torn in half at, at one time because. Oh. Of, uh, oh, you know about this? No, I'm just agreeing with you. Yeah, I don't want to spoil your story. Uh, well, you're not spoiling it, but there was there was quite controversy going on about uh, certain uh, Yuri Gawler, uh, among others, and uh, others. Uh, it, it, it's interesting because even in 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 a organization like that, you do have uh, politics, I guess. Oh gosh, I mean, it, when the Society for the British Society for Psychical Research formed in 1882, they lasted about. They, they worked very closely with the um, Spiritualists uh, Union. 
Mm-hmm. And that lasted for, I think, about 15 years before they fell apart. Um, you know, the, the differences between the demands of the researchers and the psychics um, were incompatible. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like, well, it, yeah, SPR went, went a similar way. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's lots of, uh, you know, different theories and peoples have their own. And sometimes they conflict, but instead of being... Sounds, sounds like the world of paranormal investigating, doesn't it? Yeah, it doesn't, it really. You know, but, uh, only these days we've got social media where we can squabble and defriend each other and unfrock each other. And Well, they kind of did that back in the day. <laughs> only yeah, it, wasn't it, quite took, as it took wasn't so quite long as to do it. <laughs> yeah, they'd forgotten what the argument was about. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> uh I, I know they did. We we've talked about Daniel Hume on the show and, and mm. as, as an amazing medium, but there was also a woman too who. Uh, oh, there were several. Um, but which one in particular were you thinking about? I, I you know, we, my, me and my names. I was just this <laughs> P, P, No, not PS. Uh, let's get with a P, maybe. Uh, damn, I can't think of it. But then she was attested by the American uh, psychical, yes, psychical, <laughs> psych, blah, 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 psych, yeah, SP, the American SPR. <laughs> and, and in fact, they they uh, were affiliated with the, the British SPR, and they sent this woman to be tested over there. And not so affiliated, that, they were actually founded uh, as an offshoot of the SPR. Okay, so uh, do you know what I'm talking about now? Who I'm talking um, about? What the medium? Uh, what yeah. was the name? What was the name again? She was an American medium. They sent her over there to the to UK to make the the circumstances of of uh, her work even harder, and the SPR tested her there. Uh oh heck! Um, I can't think of her name though. I'm sorry. Well, never mind. I'm sure we will before the end of the show. Well, I want to talk about it, but so that's not going to happen. All right. So let's, <laughs> let's, Let's go into more serious stuff then, since I can't remember crap anymore. Uh, wasn't it wasn't a Christian named Gladys? Gladys could be. Gladys could be. For the usual yeah. could, could be. Gladys could be. Could, I, I am not, you know, I, I, me and names. So anyways. Uh, anyway, Steve, uh, moving on. Yep, Steve and I decided to talk about some of the amazing uh, footage that's been, and, and stories that have been. Uh, yeah, cr- cropping yeah. up in some of the more reputable uh, publications like the Mirror, and um, it, it's, so the Mirror is is a UK based, right? Yeah, the Daily Mirror is a UK red top, which is a tabloid, which is sort of one step up from the National Enquirer. Um, ah, very good. Very and the good. stories, the stories are in that same sort of ballpark. You know, it's um, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, um, you know what they say with the smoke and fire. Well. Bah. Uh, yeah, it's possibly not a great thing to say over here at the moment. No, probably not. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, well, so anyways, we decided to talk about some of these stories and, and, and kind of look at them. And, and uh, uh, there's a whole list of them on there, on the mirror. We've, did we put the link on? Or, oh, on uh, ha- have you put the link on? So that would be a no, I guess. Let me see if I can <laughs> copy and paste the stupid thing on there because my co-host refuses to do any work on the show and leaves everything up to me. Just saying. <laughs> okay. What? Oh, I, I'm on the page. How about that? Okay. So, anyways, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some of these stories and 
that, that's what we're going to do, right? We're going to discuss. Discuss is, I guess, is the word. Well, I think, I, I think we should start with the Chucky doll. All right. I'm, I'm posting that. Why don't you give us yes. the Well, synopsis. the story reads, the scare emerged in Cusco. Be quiet. <laughs> what? Advert. There we go. Advert. Um, oh. <laughs> That's the problem with the daily mirror. (laughs) Every time you click on it, a Chucky style doll has been claimed to be possessed by a spooky spirit. The scare emerged in Cusco in Peru after the child's doll was filmed talking and moving despite having its batteries removed. Video footage, which is on the site behind the advert, but you've got to go through a 30 second advert to see it, so we're not going to do that. Um, has been seen by more than 61,000 YouTube viewers and tens of thousands more on social media. In one clip, the blonde doll, blonde? Actually, it does look a bit like Anne. Moves its head, and as one man talks to her before she turns turns toward him, and the doll winks. The possessed blue-eyed doll is said to wander the house at night and scratches children as they sleep. And is the family's living nightmare. So why are they keeping this thing, by the way, if it's walking around scratching people and doing things? Just curious. Well, well, why, don't they send it, why don't they send it to me? I'm just saying. Because <laughs> you know what? Because we all know exactly what's going to happen. They'll run it around on YouTube for a few, for a few weeks. They'll be on eBay by, uh, by the end of the month. Mm-hmm. First of all, just build a market. In one video clip, uh, one local picks up the doll and is startled when it says thank you. It then slowly oh. turns its head to one side and the person holding it opens the battery pack and realizes it's empty. Meanwhile, oh the doll God. keeps up a constant chatter of phrases like, presumably in Spanish, because it is in Peru, I'll bring you your happiness and where am I? Many I bring you my happiness? Yeah. Many believers believe the doll is possessed by a spirit, but some are suspicious and believe that the doll has been taken in by, uh, that locals have been taken in by pranksters. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one witness described, uh, named as Alexander Nino said she only talks when her hands are squeezed and she hasn't done anything paranormal. Seriously, there are idiot people who think this is being possessed. Was that your comment, or was no, that her comment? That was her comment. Oh, okay. <laughs> there we go. So that's the story. A possessed Chucky-style doll film talking and moving despite mm. having the batteries taken out. Okay. So, so uh, what do you make of that, then? Well, you know, it's not so uncommon. Uh, oh, it's very I, common. <laughs> There's one every week now. I, you know, I've, I've run across cases long before, you know, any of this stuff appeared. Facebook was even around, actually. And, and uh, uh, so it, they have, it has been through the years. I mean, is it a type of, uh, like, a electronic phenomena instead of a voice phenomena? It, it it's activates or whatever. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but maybe I have personal experience with first of all there was uh, one case that we worked on where there was a uh, a uh, like a music box that was in, in the in the uh, uh, closet and uh, oh a piano I take that back it was a piano and they would hear this piano 
playing all the time. So they took the batteries out of it and it would continue to play uh, at all times of the night. And when I was there, I actually witnessed it. I didn't see it play. I heard it play. In other words, we heard it playing in the closet, opened the closet, and when we did, it stopped. Um, so I had that experience. And, and then perhaps the, the most unusual one was one when I wasn't investigating or anything else, and this happened at the beach house where you come and visit mm-hmm. us. And uh, Jan and I were staying uh, there, and uh, I got woken up in the night, and I heard, howdy, mate. Been waiting for you. And, you know, it was it was definitely, you could hear it. It was like, it sounded like a mechanical voice. So I, I went out into the kitchen where it was coming from. It, it, it actually was a delay between the two of them. The person was, howdy, mate. And when I got up and, and walked in, I... I came into the room, I heard that second part, and it came from the toy box. So I, I went through the toy box and pulled out uh, what I thought this thing was and uh, pulled the batteries out of it. So definitely there was battery in it, so it could not play. And then I went back to bed, and then it spoke again. Uh, so I have no idea what that was or what that was about, but uh, it was weird. And plus the words that said, of course, were nothing that was programmed. So that was my experiences. So could it happen? Uh, I guess it happened to me. That, but I, I understand you have logical explanations for all of this, don't you, Parsons? Yeah. Um, I yeah. mean, not li- not not least um, the one. Uh, well, let's let's just deal with the one that, that's in the news item first. Yeah, let's just deal with that. And, you know what? No, then, you don't want we'll, to insult your co-host on the air. <clears throat> oh no, then we'll move on to some of the other um, topics Sorry. that you've raised. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, yeah. I mean, absolutely. You know, people video. cough just before they lie, by the way. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't. They look up and left. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. Carry then on. They then they cough. Oh, good. The, the doll has got battery, um, uses batteries to power its motion and speech, and the batteries, quite clearly, in the video, are not in the device. Uh, but that doesn't mean that the, it's not capable of being powered, and I don't mean via a wire. Um, a lot of these small electric circuits have a smoothing or rectifying capacitor uh, included in them. A rectifier is, in uh, fact, a very small battery right. uh, that can hold charge independently. So, not for um, long, though. No, not for, not for long at all. But then um, one, of the, one of the interesting factors uh, in a, a, a capacitor is that if you squeeze it, um, you, you do get a sort of... Uh, crushing effect which brings the the components the internal um elements of the capacitor the dielectric uh, dielectric plates and the discharge plates um in closer proximity and you get a small electrical discharge which is probably sufficient to drive a small voltage um, motor or a small low voltage speech synthesizer now that might not be the case but it is interesting that the that the one that called them an idiot did notice that it only does it when you squeeze the arms together or squeeze the hands together. So you're applying some force there somewhat, which may may have that effect. I mean, uh, you, you've described two cases. Before we go on to them, I'll describe a case that we worked on, which involved a cash register uh, here in the UK that would, uh, when it was unplugged from the wall, it would light or the neon LED, uh, the neon light display would come on. 
uh, along with the LCD display, the, the actual numeric display. And then the drawer would open with a ka sound, um, so you could put cash in it or take Oh, that's so cute. And that was entirely down to the capacitor. It was a, 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 a Japanese-branded machine. And, in fact, the service engineer who, had been, who we spoke to uh, during the case actually said, oh, they're well known for doing that. And it's all down to a whacking great <laughs> capacitor going wrong inside the machine. So, so were you course, able to reproduce it? Oh, yes. We, we, we actually took some video of doing it. It wasn't... When I say able to reproduce it, it was it was quite random um, because it was a failing capacitor, and so it wouldn't do it on on command. It would do it uh, sporadically, but sporadic often enough that we could, in the course of a few hours with a camera, uh, camcorder capture the, the event. Um, now, it's interesting you talk about toys because we have, as you know, the two boys, and we have oh, yeah. we have an enormous Actually, three boys count yourself. Yeah, but nonetheless, there is still an enormous box of battery-powered toys um, lurking around uh, downstairs, and it is incredible the amount of times not a single night goes by without one or other of them. Uh, some without batteries, uh, you know, having had them taken mm. out so we could get some peace and quiet. Others that have been turned off, uh, often forcibly turned off. <laughs> uh, they still they still activate. They still you know one or other of them will activate during the night. Faulty and circuits. Faulty circuits. It's it's more, most likely down to capacitors and the fact that the toys are uh, you know it's a room temperature changes. It's changing the electrolytes inside the capacitors and the, mm. the dielectric um, coefficients inside the capacitors and make it and allowing this. Um, but it's interesting you talk about dolls because uh, we spoke recently about me inheriting a haunted doll. Surprise, surprise. Like we haven't got enough clutter. Um, this you one. It, you know it. Yeah, there's now four of them here. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Every, everybody that, that knows what I do now locally is like, oh, I've got a haunted doll. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so they're all ending up here. We need um, to start a museum. We need to start a, start a, start a toy shop. Oh, bonfire. <laughs> Uh, this one had came with a music box that played uh, the Elaine Page, the, the great hit, Sending the Clowns. Oh, yeah. Uh, because it was a clown doll. I mean, you know, it's a double whammy there. It's a clown, you know. A, a, and a haunted, yeah. Yeah, a haunted mm. clown doll. It couldn't get any better, really, could it? Yeah. And this was given, um, it was bought by um, the granddaughter for an elderly lady who was suffering from dementia. And every night, uh, the doll, it had a clockwork. Um, music box inside it, or has got a clockwork music box, and every night it was wound, and the, the music box would, would be used, you know, to help the old lady go to sleep. And then the old lady passed away, and the doll remained for a little while longer in the family. It was given back to the the family, obviously, amongst the possessions returned from the nursing home, um, and they got rid of it because the the doll would randomly play music. So it was given to me, and it had barely been here about three hours, and it started to play music. And it's played music intermittently four or five times since. And it's very simple. It's just the music box isn't fully, the spring tension isn't fully releasing when you play, you know, when you wind it up and uh, release it. And particularly as the mechanism starts to age and it's never been cleaned and it's, you know, it's, so it, it'll play down and then it, the spring will, will meet sufficient resistance and it'll stop. 
and then after a little while that resistance is overcome and it'll it'll play another few bars so uh it is it, it, it either is, that or it's haunted it's either that or it's haunted it's, it comes down to one or the other yeah. uh it has also fell off the shelf twice as well which is Ooh. No, I know. The coolest one is the newest one. Uh, the Nun Doll. A Haunted Doll Nun. Oh, I like that. I know. The best part about it, I can't see what, why. I mean, there's a story. I'm not going to go into that now. It's not a very good story, but it's supposed to be haunted. Um, the doll rocks backwards and forwards every time you walk anywhere near it because the base is wonky, which doesn't help. Uh, so it gives a sort of impression of walking towards you. In fact, it will walk towards you if you, if you wobble it sufficiently. Uh, because the bass has got a, a sort of distortion in it. But what was really cool, um, like all good nuns, she has her rosary beads and she has her Bible. Now, mm-hmm. this, this doll stands about nine inches tall. The Bible is about one inch by a half inch. Mm-hmm. And it's entirely complete. Oh, that mm-hmm. is so cool. I, I was amazed. Absolutely amazed. That's very by cool. Quality, by the quality of the printing in the Bible, a one inch by half inch Bible. Um, every single page, every single verse uh, of the King James Bible is there in a in a porcelain little grubby hands. Oh, that's so sweet! I know. She's looking at me now from the, the top of the shelf next to me. Yeah. Stay puffed. So you're gonna get a little uh, yardstick out, and you'll be getting. In fact, if I if I you can't hear me, dear, but if I rock slightly on my chair, there you go. She's now rocking along with me. Oh, that's nice. So, anyways, I, but speaking about toys and stuff, yeah. I so toys we, I, do weird stuff, don't they? That's wait, wait I thought we were doing the show in uh, voice and voice uh, uh, changers or whatever the hell they were. Voice, oh. yeah. Remember last week we talked about doing the show in uh, in voice. What, what do you call those things? Replicas, uh, mechanical voices. I could I could go and get one of the boys Chewbacca masks. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, we're going to do it in that. There you go. I haven't got time to go and get it. Though. Yeah. Oh well. All right. So moving on. That's a story. Yeah. That's so what I was saying, what I, summing up, I was saying that toys do weird things all by themselves. In fact, anything with a, a, a electricity, I've always said, anything that's got circuits and batteries or, or runs from the mains, um, the, the supply, you know, anything electrical can and will do weird stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty good. So okay. I, so I decided, one. I decided to pick. Uh, one because it's it's something what we do and I thought it would be intriguing and it says meet the Ghostbuster helping people too scared to live in their homes isn't that nice it's very um his name is Lee Callaghan 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 45 he carries out investigations hopefully to put people at ease by giving them a simple explanation or producing evidence so which is it uh, uh, oh, oh, I love this article. It's by Laura Love. Laura Love. That could be a fictitious name. I don't know. I think it was one of the Beatles. Or was that a Beatles song? Yeah. yeah. Uh, if there's something strange in the neighborhood and you hear strange things above, who should call? Not the Ghostbusters. No, Lee Callahan, 45. He has set up his own business to help people who are scared out of their homes. Oh, he's a nice guy. But unlike companies that charge for their help, even invite paying customers to go along and ghost hunt it. The T-Sider. T-Side. What does that mean? Uh, it's a, a region of Great Britain called T-Side. It's, oh. it's, the, the, it's the adjacent to the River Tees. Oh, it's called, he's a T-Sider, I guess. Yeah. 
Like if you're on the banks of the Mersey, you're a Merseysider. Oh yeah, Tease Valley Paranormal Investigating. There you go. He will carry. It's like the Merrimack, but spelt with less letters. Yeah, a lot less. (laughs) So, anyways, uh, this is this is kind of interesting. So he goes on this ghost hunt, and uh, you know he's he's wait a minute. Watson, the ghost hunting go, uh, most hunters. Oh, you know him. Watson, the ghost hunting dog, is most haunted's very own Scooby-Doo. Is ready to put a put a bite on poster, guys. Ooh, that's a good one. Will you stick to the store? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I get distracted very easily. Oh, for example, one woman got in touch with him because she was too scared to be in the house because she believed that something was there. Probably is. Uh, she can hear things such as voices and footsteps. Another person who has gotten touch isn't frightened by whatever uh, he has seen, but just wanted to know if there was something or whether we could put a name to it. Uh, okay. So it shows this guy with his, looks like an infrared camera. And uh, oh my God, is that it? Yes, it is. It is. It, it, it is. It's is. a K2 meter. It's a K2. Yeah. Is that an infrared or is that a full spectrum? I'm like, uh... just. Well, I, well, I think it's. I think it could be a modified. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of companies buying up old Sony night vision cameras and then knocking them back out again. It's full. Ah, uh, here you go. So it could be so, either. Yeah. So this guy's a gas engineer. Which yeah. Is, not sure what that is. Uh, services gas. The gas supply. Oh, I thought he was a little bit different than that. Okay. Backseat Why is he gas. He's a plumber. He's a plumber. Oh, there you go. Baxi's the name of his group, B-A-X-I. Well, that's clever. Anyways, Mr. Baxi, uh, he would, uh, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. He's, he's got lots of pictures of him. I'm looking yeah. for I can't find any meat in this, in this thing. Well, uh, I, can I, find, <laughs> I don't know about meat, but there's, me. well, there's not, not so much meat, but there's, there's an awful lot of, um, yeah, isn't there? Um, a lot of pictures of him. I don't get this. It's like he's a big like him on this with the same camera. Well, yeah. I mean, let, let, I mean, let's not let's not be overly critical, but let's look at. It. He set up a business um, that doesn't charge anybody. Yeah, that's a good one. What sort of business? Make... So he's no businessman then. No, he's not a very good one, anyways. Uh... Only want one. He's had his own experiences, though. Uh, one that happened in Middlesbrough, uh, where he got tormented. It said pictures could get shattered off the walls, doors would open, and I have a feeling things were walking into me. Well, that's pretty normal for that part of the world in the UK, actually. Oh, is it? Originally, I was going to do this as a business idea, but in the end, I thought the people who need it might not be able to come to me that way. Of course, it, it started uh-huh. taking off and taking up a lot of my time. So I might have to reconsider, but for now, it is all about helping people. So he's going to charge people then? Uh, well, he claims he isn't, but in terms of what the... But if you uh, listen to the last line, it says, I might have to reconsider. Yeah, but now it's just I'm thinking the tunes are going to interrupt us, and we'll come back to him. Oh, crap. All right, you're listening <laughs> to Ghost Chronicles uh, International... Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. 
the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. Away. Oh, we'll be, uh, you're, yeah, you're welcome back to part two of Ghost Chronicles International. And we're joined by uh, Lee Callahan from the uh, Tease Valley Paranormal Investigations. Oh, thank you. So, Hello, Lee. Lee. Yes. Very quiet. Have you got him? Can't hear you? Oh, well. So, yeah. uh,. You must have run out of words. Anyway, so moving on, I guess. Well, actually, I was trying to get the audio from the video um, because during the ad break, I pulled up the investigation first outing from the 6th of March this year, taken with they've upgraded their equipment um, to a Ooh. thermal imaging camera. Um, oh, and that was that was um, how to use it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say watching the video. You've done the course. I've done the course. They obviously haven't. Um, but he's trundling around a grave, uh, a, a graveyard, um, and he notices that some of the gravestones are warming up. He's not saying it's paranormal, and it could just as easily be user error, but what I will say, his son mm. Josh, who took the video uh, while photographing the same area, said there was no one in the cemetery, and they just think it's interesting. There you go. That's a there whole lot of saying nothing, right? A whole well, the whole the whole article which you chose is a whole lot of saying nothing except that I, um, you know, it, it, I, I was would, amazed. I thought it would be a little bit meat. I mean, you could this describes virtually everybody that does paranormal investigating, I guess. Um, well, I had a little Google of, of them during the ad break, and all of the all of the sort of um, website seems to relate to this article. So obviously, they haven't been around very long. 
Um, they they came to doing it because of the experience that he describes, where he went to that house in Middlesbrough and got tormented, um, yeah. and then and then immediately ran. Marriage is, you know. So he's he's, I mean this 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 sort of it's something we touched on before when you know when groups in, form, they think that their first priority, their highest priority, is often you know racing to the media for you know for media likes and shares and. This group have, haven't been around long, and um, that's they've done exactly that. You know, they've set up, um, they they've got this idea that ghost hunters, you know, they, they want to help people, which is which is fine and noble. Only them, but everybody else is out to take your money. Um, well, he, he does actually say that he does say that there are lots of people out there doing this kind of thing at big stately homes and charging people to go on the ghost hunt. Lee told the Gazette. Yeah, but for him, it's about helping people. So yeah, I think that's exactly. entirely, you know, it, that's a very noble, a very noble. Um, at least for now. At least for now. But what what I'll wager is that once that once this uh, article has run its course through the social media. I, I'll wager that they'll be doing the first public ghost hunt within before the end of the summer. Yeah, I would think so. Somebody's got to pay for those Baxi shirts they were in. Yeah, and all anyway. of that, and all of that cool equipment that they have. Yeah, K two meters aren't cheap, you know. Yeah. Um, so you want to talk about Watson the ghost hunting dog? This is old. Yeah. Movie. Well, I, I just found this other article, and I, I, I'm not sure if this is paranormal. Young couple drowned after their car rolls into river as they're having sex in backseat. Is that paranormal? No. Okay, that's we'll skip that that's one. Just un- that's just unfortunate. It's on the same page. Ooh. I just thought it was paranormal. Oh, I found one local one for you. All right, so... Um, uh, from Joshua Barry from April of 2017. Uh, uh, well, you, you've probably heard of Salem. It's a city on the north coast of Massachusetts. Oh, uh, we already seen best this known one. For its, we, uh, we haven't done it, though. Oh, Salem is best known for its witch trials in 1692. During them, a number of locals were executed for allegedly practicing. I mean, practicing. You think they've got it right by now. During the witch <laughs> trials, the city is popular with tourists and the ghost hunters. Mark Wright. Oh, really? Mark Wright wouldn't like it. Put it that way. There are lots of sites and museums full of history now. And now there is something else for them to enjoy. A lamp with a face on it. Mm. Um, Salem Mayor Kim Driscoll spot <laughs> the mayor, the mayor of Salem spotted so that what makes looks it legitimate, you know, or, or, or looks like a stab for publicity, uh, which looks rather like a face in one of the town's modern lamps. Is it a witch? Is it a lamp? Is it more? Actually, actually, I think they they photoshopped one further down is even better because it's Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. But, but of course, it's it's it went viral on social media, which probably will have done the tourism um, of Salem. Not that it needed much help, but it wouldn't have been a bad thing. I mean, that's a cool picture, but that's about it. Yeah, um, I've if had I a look. A, if I was a ghost, why would I hang around at a lamppost? Well, interestingly, I went onto Google Street Scene uh, back in April when that came out because obviously Salem, I, I knew the place. Yes, because so you I and I almost it, found yeah. it. We, we nearly got there. Um, but I had to look at um, Google Street Scene, and I had to look at the videos that we've got to see if I could find out which lamp it was. And lo and behold, um, although, I, although I wasn't able to identify that particular lamp, there were three or four lamps that have that same sort of moulded pattern in the glass that wow. does look slightly... The whole town has got 
goes living in lamps. <laughs> well, there we are. Um, there you go. Perhaps there's one for every ghost, every witch. It's true. They weren't witches, so we. Anyway, that was kind of. Uh, I, I did see that, and that's pretty kind of old, but uh, yeah. It's it was older than deal. the one you saw before, which is Watson. I mean, that, that's like. I want to see Watson because it's got Yvette on it, and Yvette, of course, is, is my hot throb. You know that, right? Oh, all right. You don't want to do the other haunted doll then? Uh, we already did a haunted doll. I don't want to do I want like a ghost hunting dog. I think that's much better. Where is it? Do you know anything about it, or do oh, I Oh God, what Watson? Yeah, what? Um, yes. Well, once every time most haunted, you know, the, the series starts, it comes back with a gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um, and the new series started a ways back at the beginning of April. Yeah. I and know this so, is all. so just before the series started, they they you know they did their usual slot in the tabloids um, about Watson, um, which is uh, the pet dog. Whose dog um, is it? I believe it's a vetting Carl's dog. And he's a two-year-old British bulldog and you screen partner to joining Most Haunted because they got rid of the EVP guy. The muscular canine has already shown his mettle by charging into the den of a suspected poltergeist whilst the security guard's dog refused to put one single paw inside. The incident is alleged to have happened at the Abbey House Museum in Leeds. You know where that is? Where workers report objects flying across the room. Uh, Yvette told the Mirror, he's the best dog I have ever had, and I've had loads of dogs. We didn't get him to go on Most Haunted, but we couldn't miss an opportunity for media. Uh, Sorry, but (laughs) he'll become my baby now. The kids are grown up and comes everywhere with me. I started to take him filming, and he loved it, being with the crew and on location. I didn't realise he would end up being on the show, but the first episode we filmed, there was a security dog and his German shepherd, and it refused to go into the room. Watson just walked in with no bother, plonked himself down, and fell asleep. Ah, so that's how you tell us this ghost there. He plops himself down and falls asleep. Yeah, and then it talks about the the location and about the series because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. actually a trailer for the upcoming series. Like you know the the apparition that they got when I, when the ratings start. I, I think, that, yeah, but I think this part here. I mean, this is perhaps oh, the the crux of the uh, article, and I think it's really important because she she clearly put this out on the uh, press because, uh, however, despite his prowess with things that go bump in the night. Yvette said he needs female companionship. We need we to want find a, him a girlfriend. A girlfriend. Does anybody know a female pedigree bulldog, not uh, of a nervous disposition, who would like to have fun with Watson? So that's what it is. It was a, it's a plead for a, a dating service for old Watson. That's a good owner, I tell you that much. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. So... You can tell I'm not very. I mean, it's silly season, isn't it? I mean, you know, it's it's that, it's that sort of time of the year when you're not impressed with that. Oh well, okay, fine. Well, I, I, the problem is nowadays people. You know, we've got shadowy hooded monks called Cuthbert caught on camera stalking an English pub. A dad, oh, pick a good one. A dad capturing yeah, a spook you... footage, but they're all they're all. Oh, all right, how about this one? Yeah, how it's about all that? click. It's all, everyone, it's all clickbait, though, isn't it? Because when you get there, as you said, for every story, you've rightly pointed out, there's no meat. Yeah. 
But look yeah, at that. Dad, what was it? Dad catches revealed. Spooky. I'm doing it now. Steve yeah, Wesson visited Manby Hall in Lincolnshire earlier this year with his UK right, ghost that? hunting team and could not believe his luck when he captured the freaky footage. Oh, the no, don't tell me he has a ghost hunting team. The team didn't realise, and, and they've all got jackets on as well with logos. Oh, no. The team didn't realise that an unknown figure wanders through the background until looking at the video later that night, but Steve insists it could not have been any of his team. And there was no one else in the building, apart from My God. however many of them there were. Steve believes it must have been the shape. He must have seen the shape out of the corner of his eye as he followed the suspected phantom into a stairwell. In fact, their jackets, UK, they've got huge logos on the back of the jackets as well. Oh, I didn't see that part. Uh, I scanned scan down. I was watching the video. Uh, Manby was oh. a carrier for the Royal Air Force during World War II, and Manby Hall was once used as an RAF base as well as an old people's home before closing down. Steve said the security guard went into the room with two team members, and I was following filming with a camera. I didn't hear any footsteps in the corridor, and neither did the rest of the team nor the security guard. I must have seen something out the corner of my eye to go in there, but I didn't really notice it at the time. You must have. Um... As you can see, there are shadows on the back wall cast from our torch, but no shadows cast from the figure. Well, they wouldn't if it was a shadow, would it? As you can see in the footage, the figure seems to be carrying a torch. It does. <laughs> How did they get that from there? But if this was someone merely wandering around the building, we would have seen their light. Not if it's a shadow. After seeing the footage, we went on. Well, um, it was definitely not one of us four, and there was definitely no one else in the building. So there you go. Um, it has been said that it's been haunted by a Second World War pilot who has often been seen wearing a long coat, um, which is completely... How would you get Second World War pilot? Because wearing a lot of pilots didn't wear long coats in World War II. That was World I War have Anyway, rumours in the area... This last credibility, by the way, when you said he was a member of a ghost hunting team. Um, well, I'm just looking for the advert at the end of it. There always yeah. is one, isn't there? Um, the team were filming an intro to a new ghost hunting series for YouTube. Ah, there you go. When the figure was caught on camera. There you go. There you go. It's the it's the clickbait, isn't it, to watch their YouTube channel? So uh, I'm just curious about this. I mean, an <laughs> RAF base. Why would they bring a Raggedy Ann doll to the base? I'm not sure what does. Are we very, pilots play with dolls? You see some very strange things brought around on boo well, and I, yeah, we, I, mean, I remember once we were, we were at a haunted. Um, this was with, with a paranormal group who were doing an investigation, and um, the 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 spectre that haunted the location was said to be a little um, girl who died what? in uh, an a fire in the building in the seventeen eighties. So the 18th century. Um, So the group thought that they would uh, bring along a trigger object. Um, They suggested... That's that's so far so good. I'm getting this. So so they did. And then they placed the trigger object in the cradle, which (laughs) is supposed to rock. um, The the little girl is supposed to rock and is placed in the room in which she allegedly died in the fire. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so far so good. Yeah, everything sounds logical what, to me. What toy would you choose for a, a little girl who apparently died in the 1790s? 1790s? Oh, that's a tough one. Maybe a little doll, I guess. That's the only mm-hmm. thing I can 
Well, they they did choose uh, adult. Um, oh, good, uh, good, good. Buzz good. Lightyear. What? They chose Buzz Lightyear. What? They turned up with a Buzz Lightyear doll. Which they, uh, which they used on previous investigations because they found uh, that the spirits could press the buttons on Buzz's chest and make the, the voice speak and the lights come on. And they'd really? used that on another investigation. I've been doing things spirits, all wrong here. The spirits were interactively making the lights flash on Buzz's um, suit and it, making him speak. Um, they weren't using it as a communication uh, device in that what he was saying, that was just pre-recorded Buzz Lightyear stuff, but the fact that he you know, if you, uh, you know, like make him talk or make the lights flash, or so they took the Buzz Lightyear doll and stuck it in the crib. For the so it's kind of like a toy, you know, K two meter. Wait a minute, that's redundant. Well, I can't. Im- I mean, you know, I I don't know what seventeenth century little. Do- uh, I'm, well, I asked them. It's got to be a little, little rag doll, right? Well, well, I asked them about you know what was the logic behind using the Buzz toy because surely that would yeah. scare the bejesus out of you know anybody from the. 18th century. Scares the hell out of me. Um, and they went, oh no, the spirits um, are fully up to date and fully conversant with all um, modern toys and technology. Oh, that's good. I couldn't so, so, know that. You know, I, they figured that out already. Good. Like, well, they, the, you know, yeah. they, they, they had already deduced this fact um, and that, you know, it didn't really matter which toy was used. Uh, and in fact, that this buzz had been uh, successfully you know, used previously, they claimed that they decided that, A, it was a toy, and the little girl would obviously understand it was a toy, and that she would be less intimidated than if, for example, they'd use uh, a ghost box or a K2. Ah, yeah. But then I I said to them, well, surely if they understand the technology, then that wouldn't be intimidating either. No. But apparently, yeah. I would have used a little Donald Trump doll. I mean, the hell if they're up to date. Oh, there you go. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we use a Buzz Lightyear doll. Maybe, maybe the new Ken doll with the man bun. A man bun? Yeah. Oh, that just sounds wrong. Don't you have those in the uh, the UK? No, man, man buns? Yeah. No, no, no man buns. We're eradicated. Man buns were, were eradicated. Um, what was that the... voice? Did you hear a voice? No. <laughs> But no, we passed a law in, in 1918, um, which banned an outlawed forever, uh, man buns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good to know. <laughs> You're just jealous, that's all. Anyways, uh, moving on. <laughs> moving on to another great story. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, driver freaks out after spotting ghostly figure in the middle of the road. And it's not the first time she's been seeing. Other motors have seen this uh, scary experience of a cross-legged uh, person in the street in the dead of night. So and we have actual, and I'm telling you, actual dash cam footage. And you can go on to the, the website and you can look at it. And uh, I couldn't believe what I was looking at. A newlywed woman claimed... The ghost attacked a new home. Oh, that's another story. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> squirrel. I'm sorry. <laughs> the film was shot at night on a quiet road in the Malaysian capital of Kuala Lumpur. Uh, between the areas of Tama and Tasca, Panadana, and Bucket Tanku. I've been there. 
<laughs> further notes, panic. Uh, a fur, what? A further note of panic creeps into the driver's voice as he said, that's uh, I'm saying that's all right. And uh, whatever. So listen to it because I don't do a very good job, evidently, of uh, producing that wonderful uh, thing. No. Particularly, you know, I mean, you need to work on the Malaysian accent. Is it off a little? I think I, just, I, just a tap. I, I, I speak in Malaysian as a uh, second language. Is that well, you, know, you, you, know what's, you know what's entirely wrong? This goes into that sort of whole genre of... Um, Far Eastern videos that we've been seeing for the last 18 months, two years on YouTube. Um, you you've may have seen the angel that snatches the woman from the middle of the road intersection. Yep. And uh, the one that comes out of the elevator. The comes in, in, yeah, and the one, and there's a one that appears in the middle of the road on, on a, yep. you know, take a big uh, flash of light. Um, nearly, nearly all of them are just a result of crazy video editing. And if you just look at this, I mean, I don't even want to spend the time, you know, to, to pull it, you know, to, to actually bother to, to uh, look at it frame by frame. But mm. we're just dealing with more video editing here. Um, and there are so many of these. I mean, I, I, I'll wager that, as with all of the others, you will never find the original um, fat, uh, newlywed. These are just, yeah. you know, as your president is so fa- uh, fond of saying, these are just fake news churned out. Oh, no, not in the mirror. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Um, oh these are just fake news churned out endlessly. And they seem to be a lot of them coming from Asia uh, of late, uh, Japan, Asia, Malaysia, Singapore, um, a lot of, you know, from that sort of far Eastern region, we are getting a lot of these, um, appearing on social media. Um, and I think it's something to do with, um, either just people realizing that they can make these, these images so relatively quickly. And also, of course, they're excellent clickbait for advertisers. Oh, and so, and so, you know, it, it's a good thing for you know the Daily Mirror um, or social media networks to run because people will click on them, and you've seen the amount of adverts that come up on just this one. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I think these are just um, poorly photoshopped or video photoshopped um, stuff, and there has been quite a run of them coming out from the from from Asia and the Far East of late. Well, anyways, this is this is. Uh, I'm not going to click on the article, but this is this one particular, and I think that's all we have to say. No, about there's four that. pop-ups come up if you click on it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this uh, 26 million dollar uh, euro lotto winner says Mum's ghost was behind the jackpot. So there you go. That's nice that you know ghosts come help you get jackpots. I, of course, none have ever helped me. But, uh, um, I'm looking at the picture of, and no, I can't see the mum. There's three scary blokes, a woman. Um, no, there's no mum. So what are you looking at now? The family of a lotto spirit, after scooping £26 million jackpot, said that she was in, uh, inspired by her mum from beyond the grave. Oh! I thought she was actually standing behind the check. Dad, George Sturt, told how wife Maureen had been making contact since she... Um, since the mother died last year, age 75, and insisted that she was behind the incredible jackpot. The 75-year-old cabbie claimed his missus would be looking down on him uh, with a massive grin on her face, knowing that they will never want for anything again. George even reckoned Maureen shared in his joy on the day as they scooped the fourth biggest lottery jackpot 
by appearing in a crystal ball. We have two little crystal balls, one in the bedroom and one in the kitchen. When she died, I got a pillow in bed, and I would cuddle it and say, Good night, darling, see you in the morning. Then in in these crystals, there was a light, like a star, and I thought it was a car going by, or the moon's reflection. Then on the Saturday night after we won, I went to bed and I said thank you. George's daughter, Teresa, jumped in and declared, and the crystals went mad. The crystals went absolutely mad. She's watching over us, netting the share of 6.5 million. Um, George from Surrey will not be hanging up the keys off his uh, cab. Uh, In fact, he's going to trade it in his three-year-old silver Peugeot for a newer model. I'm just looking for where the... um, Susan plans to carry on working on the salon, but will treat her 17-year-old son to a jet to a holiday That's in nice. New York. That's so nice. So, there we are. A nice, yep. happy story. I like that one. That was a good one. That was, you know, really happy. So, on the more evil side, ho-ho, terrified hospital staff calls in priests after footage of ghosts, sh- ghosts of mischievous dead doctor opening garage door that would be scary right to have the doctor dead ghost open a garage door why is that terrifying by the way i don't know uh, i can't find that one. Oh, you can't i'm sorry have you gone on to the next page uh yes i have uh, that's why i can't find I, it then i was bored by the other ones so i, I mean i was uh, well, i'm just looking at the, i'm just looking at the the, the headline titles i mean the the, the the sort of tagline writers, Mom captures pervy ghost who pinches women's bums and left handprint on her sister's thigh in a spooky selfie. Woo! Possessed young man hisses like a wild animal and burrs his teeth as an exorcist rids him of a demon. I like Mom that. says, spirit of family friend who died before her baby was born came back to visit the, the, the youngster from the grave. It's an old picture. Mysterious specter with face, hand and claws floats at an unsuspecting woman's shoulder in a chilling photo taken at home. They just go on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Ghost Hunter catches black monk poltergeist on camera at Britain's... Yeah, I kind of jumped over all those Ghost Hunter capturing ones. This one is just hospital video, and you can actually see the... Uh... Oh, I found it. Yeah. Video reveals access gate open. Without human intervention, leaving staffs quaking in their boots over suspected paranormal activity. I'm really not sure why you would be quaking in your boots. I'm not sure what the video shows at all. It's I can't. I can't. Why, why is CCTV for... Do these, do these businesses not invest in decent quality CCTV? Well, anyways, this hospital was in Parajan Ortiz de Familia in Argentina. So, so we can't trace that one either. No, I can't trace that one. Never mind. Apparitions anyway. appearing in corridors, mysteriously loud bangs and sudden drops in temperature reported during the hours of darkness at the hospital. So there you go. Yeah, the Parion Ortiz de Familia in northern Argentina is said to be stalked by specters. Yep. The deceased docked have made jokes at the expense of both patients and colleagues during his so, what are you, so as the bell has already rung, what are you going to be up to for the next? Oh, your bell rang already? Oh, yeah. 
we didn't even get into all those cool stories that I wanted oh, to talk about. No, like know. couple drowned time in the river while having sex in the back seat. I don't know what that's going to do with Robert o, but it keeps popping up on my page. That's just wishful thinking. It keeps popping up on my page. Everyone I, everyone I go on, it has the same damn thing. A young couple drowned after their car rolls in the river after having sex in the back seat. Well, the cop probably shouldn't have sex in the back seat then. I, no, I don't know, but uh, evidently they really want me to click on that one. So, on, anyways, uh, we've got some of the, the amazing, amazing headlines Actually, don't in, click in the on mirror. It. You'll, have a, you'll have a nasty virus if you click. Yeah, on probably that. more than that. Uh, but anyway, so that was our show today, and take it for what it was worth. We looked at some of the major paranormal stories of the, of the times, as seen in the eyes of the mirror, and uh, we discussed them. Uh, open-minded, I think. I think we oh, were very. Yeah, different. I thought we were entirely open-minded um, yes, and objective so. throughout. Absolutely. There was no. There was no bias. Absolutely nope. no bias. We could never be accused of being biased. Oh, sarcasm. No sarcasm. Nope. Not at all. No. No pronunciation. Oh, no, absolutely no pronunciation. That's for sure. <laughs> I guarantee that. I thought you were fluent in Puerto Rican. Yeah, so anyways, this is the end of the show, so we got to go. We want to thank everybody, if there's anyone listening, <laughs> left <laughs> after this dribble. See you next week. Good night, God bless. We should really apologize, though, shouldn't we? Just, shouldn't just say goodnight, we should just say sorry. Sorry. <laughs> we should have used the mechanical voices, and they wouldn't have known it was us. I told you that. I'll bring the tube back a mask next week. The sky. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.